Ready to bang out some intros bang on the baby. podcast, guys. My name's Ben. My name is Michael, and this is the Poly Muse Experience. Never forget our voices. Never forget. These are the voices of us. <laughs> we'll be in your dreams. We'll be in your heart, your soul. Thank you for checking in. You've come a long checking way. Checking out. There was a big gap between this album and the last album. There was a big gap between... It's like we're doing it two seconds after we recorded the last episode. Yeah. So how's that? Just rolling on. Uh, it's a lot. It's a 10-year gap <laughs> in a two-second time lapse. Yes. Well, let's start here. Well, let's start with fucking. Let's start with that. <laughs> That's what it's called, isn't it? Well, fucking was the uh, music video that released in 2011. It was a track that actually did not make this album, but it was released by Darren. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was uh, put out in 2012. John, the drummer, stated that he'd be leaving the group here, uh, Scars. And Darren stated basically that he was going to put out a new solo album in late 2012 or early 2013 without him and maybe with a new group of guys. Mm-hmm. Now, supposedly he had this whole album kind of done around that time, 2012, 13. He mentioned songs Dictator, Till the End, Fucking Kill. He didn't release this album until much later into 2018 due to System of a Down possibly getting back together. Thought about it. Talked about it. Yeah. Now, during that time, Fucking did come out out darren would later explain you know that this didn't make the album Uh, so lives came out april 20th 2018 the official first single dictator came out june 1st 2018 and then the full album dictator came out july 20th 2018 that's kind of a weird weird timeline so we have the weird single in there that didn't make the album john announcing that he was going to be leaving scars and then in the meantime there he got together with a new group of guys Recorded material and then basically sat on it for like five full years. A system of a down was trying to figure out what was doing and finally picked the project up again and released it July 20th of 2018 with singles just previous to that. Dude, I think this is a way better album. I think each song is kind of put together in a way that kind of makes sense where he's like actually, you know, fully putting it. it it's carving it out of marble, basically. I feel like all these songs is like you start with a block of marble, you chisel it out. The last album, they were only like half chiseled. These are a lot more chiseled, a lot more like actually the riffs lead into each other and make sense. He's got more writing, more of a concept to each one. It's not just one little trick of a meme and then he's gone. He's got like a couple different little, like it's an actual, there's stuff on the first one. Some of them seemed like joke songs almost. Yeah. Well, he had time to, to kind of put this together. He tightened it up to 12 tracks. That's he- tighter. So he brought in a number of different people, completely different people for this project. And changed the name of the band. Changed the name of the band to accommodate the number of different people coming yeah, in and out to Darren and the Scars on, in Broadway. Yep. So just a completely different way to do it. It's kind of interesting that, again, this was supposed to be, you know, first album came out in 2008. Changed members, re-recorded, supposedly recorded this album, supposedly had everything done by 2012. Plenty of time there to kind of tighten this process up. Then sat on it for a very long time until the 2018 release. And some of the, at least the, the titles of the track stayed the same. And it certainly seems like he probably didn't change a whole lot of that. Yeah. So it's just interesting. But anyways, in the original recording process, he had several years to kind of tighten it up and get it together. It's a lot tighter. Even if it's not quite the, like a band the way the other one was, this one, the, the records are just way tighter. You can tell he really workshopped the riffs and really got it to be something that would be tight, that you could play, that you can, that's not just something simple that repeats. Where I'm not saying it's all great. It's definitely not all great. I just think he did a lot more chiseling work on this record, as it were. It didn't chart particularly well or see any big, you know, 
none of the singles did very well on international charts, anything like that. Didn't make an appearance really anywhere. Um, in 2018, some of the big releases, 24K Magic by Bruno Mars took over the charts and did very well there. Had Sheeran crush it as well. Taylor Swift, some of the normal groups that you see in that particular case. With it not being that that far away from what we're recording now, just pre a virus taking over the world there. You know, Post Malone. A lot of the people that we have currently taking over the scene were still big then. Cardi B, just a number of artists in that particular space there. Films, we still had a number of our big Avengers and superhero films. Black Panther, of course, huge. Avengers Infinity War. We had a new Jurassic Park and Fallen Kingdom. DC hit the scene with Aquaman, of course. We're all fans of the big movies there. That all seems so much more recent than the last album. Like <laughs> the world had changed so much and it took him that long to make the next album. Yeah. It's kind of strange. Deadpool 2, of course. We'll have a third one coming out soon. Ant-Man and the Wasp. They'll have another one soon. The Grinch came out. Another Mission Impossible fallout and bohemian rhapsody in the music scene as well that was a great film those are the top 10 oh, that's already that old that's incredible yeah yeah so those are some of our top films in 2018 so for top video games call of duty black ops 4 we mention them all the time quite frankly but another god of war game in monster hunter world and another super smash bros game and again similar to, to kind of the films a lot of the similar similar titles as well in that particular aspect um so not a lot to tackle on this particular podcast in that that range but look how much the world changed yeah between darren one and darren two so much are you ready to get into system never you know system could have made something between then and now they could have made something between then and then and then and now and we still got darren kind of crapping out little ones here and there that (laughs) i mean we'll take it we'll review it we'll listen to it yeah again certainly better than the other project tighter different group of people and um well let's are you ready to get into it here let's do it let's do track by track track by track baby Lives was the first single released and the first track on the album. Again, this was four months before the actual album came out. Dig it. This is the first taste you're getting as you're dipping Mm, your toe back into the Darren water hole. Back in the Darren (laughs) hole. Back in the Darren hole. Referring to uh, Armenian genocide again and the constant Armenian fight. As far as I can tell, as Mm -hmm. far as I can interpret. There's a lot more words in this than we're used to. There are so many words. I mean, it's still kind of simple but it's a lot more this is like a whole diary entry oh like one whole page of a darren <laughs> he's at least he's talking about something besides himself maybe he's talking about probably armenia again and he's talking about you know groups of people doing what they got to do everyone, all our lives we put up a fight our heroes have died yeah everyone get high there's no need to justify we will occupy and all and we all know the reasons why we will occupy and we drink tea till we die there is a Actual fun, kind of fun music video to this in decent quality, actually. It looks like traditional Armenian people attire as well and outfit, dancing and celebrating. And I kind of like the look of the aesthetics. Looks kind of cool, actually. Kind of awesome, yeah. Compared to some of the music videos that both himself and System of a Down have released. It's not not a bad look. What do you give the song? I like it. There's different sections are cool. You kind of got a disco section. It seems to like fit really well and chug really good. If it was a System song, it would still stand out a little bit, I think. You and think so? I'd give it a B plus for that. I give it a B minus. I just don't think it stands out enough. I mean, you'd play the song and say, hey, this is System of a and Down, man. Like, yep. or this is Darren, man. You right. can tell the you vocals. Can tell. You can tell that. 
but I don't necessarily know that you'd be able to tell this from 20 other tracks that they've released right. in a very specific pocket. You'd be like, oh, that's Lives, the track one of my favorite particular one, you know. How he's singing her vocally isn't particularly different. Isn't a, I don't think there's a... To me, there isn't a drastic difference in the sections. In the it's guitar really not. It's guitar kind playing of the same riff the, There's just not. Again. It's really different to me. But I gave it a B-. minus. It's something that I might flip on. You might. Listen to. Especially with that video. But you'd have to kind of remember that this is the one that had that cool video. It doesn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's getting closer. He's getting closer. Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Yeah. You can write pop music, see? A sing-along chorus. That's actually in my notes here. Something you can kind of chant along with. So, yes, I think that's true. So, yeah, I give this a B-. minus. What was your grade? B plus. B plus on lives. Plus in them out. So now we're heading into a little bit of uh, anger here, huh? Let's hit the angry guru. Hit him. Kind of switches it up a little bit. They hit you right off the bat with that really pounding, like extra staccato, like full charge ahead at the wall punk beat, which I like. They chopping it up a little bit different. Uh, the verses are kind of cool. Funny little chugging little. Like the tension, dude. He like keeps the tension broiling over. I think it's too repetitive. I think he like did just enough writing again to where it's like just enough ideas, just enough words, and then he's like, okay, it's done. Yeah, this is system of a down to me. Yeah. Angry goo angry goo goo. Angry guru sitting in his own little poo-poo. <laughs> that's, that's what he does, dude. A little jokey, a, a little bit serious, I think. I said nobody hates you more than I do. Nobody loves you more than you do. Real connections is this actual on a personal level. Very few things are uh, with their type of writing. It's more of a actual political construct or a more religious construct. You know, is it really a religious thing where no one loves as a religious figures? You know, is that a religious tie-in? I don't, I don't know. Very system of a down. And he does that kind of whiny voice. And uh, I don't know. Is this any different than some of the system of a down stuff that we can say is right. just very, very kind of critical and really taking jabs. So it's probably a more religious undertone type of track. I'm not, I'm not sure. I see what you're saying. I like the bridge. I like the way the riff swings. He does just enough to justify it to like just enough with the riff to where it's a song that's a c plus yeah we do have two fleshed out choruses or excuse me verses and a real chorus so we we have some real and there's a guitar solo yeah so it's a cool guitar solo but again some of the stuff that we are some of the main lines are are being repetitive so yeah i give this a a C plus. I'm going to bump it up for the chops. Give it a B minus for me, why don't you? For the choppiness on the bridge section on the drums. B minus for you, C plus for me. I'm the poo-poo guru. Noted. So we're heading to the title track now. Poo-poo goo-goo. Now here's the doo-doo poo-poo. Here's the dictator. They're putting the dick in dictator. In scars on Broadway. Here's the Darren song. This one's like Iron Maiden or something at the beginning. It just is like a pounding, like straight ahead riff, like an old school metal riff. Yeah, very much so. Again, the title track of the uh, of the album here and a song that he originally mentioned six years previous as being six a track on the song album. in so, 2018. Yes, yeah, so you had to think that he knew exactly what he was already doing with this album, had this probably formed. Maybe he made twer- uh, tweaks later on to it. Obviously had to master it down, but probably had this whole whole album probably built around this song already. He's got a shredding tambourine in there. 
perfect. Uh, I don't know if this is great writing. It's it's just enough. Again, it's like, I don't need a dictator to control me. I don't need an invader to destroy me. That's it. That's kind of it. He says a few other things, but your politics will never correct me. Your politics will never corrupt me. It's, you know, that's it's just enough. It's simple writing. It does kind of mean what it means. You can put a little bit into it, kind of use it as an anthem. The vocal mix on the verse is very cool. That whole piece is really awesome. Outside of that, on the choruses, there isn't much going on. And I just, it's got kind of a more of a punk rock vibe to me at times. So it's got elements. Again, it's got elements, but outside of kind of the cool verses. It's like half the chorus, punk, Jesus half disco. Yeah, outside of the cool repeated uh, choruses, I'm just not sure that it's awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome, so we're not sure. So to me, that's a straight up B minus. B minus. I gave it a B. It's kind of cool. I kind of like it, but it's kind of, I like the megaphone part. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to pull it out of the pack and really remember that this was a particularly good one. Well, and his voice as well, right around that megaphone part there, is just kind of kind of cool. <laughs> That's cool. Like and that. the bridge is cool with like a breakdown, like a really kind of avant-garde weird breakdown. Like he's trying. He's got each different section. He's making each different piece unique. He's not just phoning it in. Like this this one actually does kind of feel more like a follow-up to System of a Down. Like he's trying a little bit more to do like the next level of intensity, but it took him 10 years to get to yeah. that next level of intensity. Yeah, I agree. And like the screamy outro is great. I don't know why we don't have more screams. Yeah. Or more of the death like rattle anywhere, stuff. Really. Like they do so much within their vocal structure. I don't understand why we don't have more well, of that. Yeah, there's a lot more less of, of that. that. We always want more of that. And then we get more of this. And by this, I mean F word and K word. How's it go? F word, K word, fuck it, kill. Track number four. It doesn't take a lot. <laughs> The brain cells to figure out. Yeah, what do you think this one's about? Yeah, fucking a killer would be my my guess. It's a weird little groove intro. They've got like synths and bongos, and it kind of plugs along and does a weird little thing at the beginning, but then it kind of just kicks into like another kind of generic punk banger. It does not have an attributed like verse structure. Just a lot of repetitive shit. A lot of I think I love you like I never did before. A lot of I think I'm in disguise. He says the word drugs on almost every song. Now, again, I think it's it's deliberate here, right? And it's just kind of a ragey banger. Yeah. Oh, this one's a joke song, Aggressive. so it's okay that he's repetitive. Right. It's like, I know what you mean, but yeah. Well, I think I think you use you use joke in a couple couple different ways, right? But in this particular case, it's no writing structure, I think, in the way that it's it's fitting just an aggressive message, blatant beating over your head yeah. messaging. So there's no need to write like a formal song. The messaging's blatant. It's more on the instrumental, I think. And just the fact, he could be saying anything shouting, kind of shouting. It's not about what he's saying. The instrumental is just, just part of the, right. the roller coaster ride. That's how I feel about so, yes. Cute Machine. But this is not <laughs> yes. as good as Cute Machine. I don't think so. The riff, it goes into like almost a southern rock kind of new metal-y song. Yeah. Kind of sounding like down, da, 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 down, da, da, bow, wow. Yes. He's got some stuff. I mean, it's a few different. This actually is a kind of a good of a staple song almost for them. But it's like still not quite there. I, I th actually think he loses a lot of firepower on the, I th oh, I think I know you. I think yeah. I know you like I never knew before. I think if if that was either sh shortened, and I realize rhythmically it doesn't make sense when you're breaking down the composition of the song to to do that. But when you do that, 
and then you kick it into such high aggressive tempo, you just lose something. We're losing something here. Yes? No? I give it a C plus. Okay. I just gave it a C. It's the plus for the weird synth in the background. Well, we get a little screaming at the end, I guess. So that's something. Let's kick it to track five. Guns are loaded. Let's load them up. Here we go. Kaboom. Now, this was the third and final single. It did come out February 20th, 2019. This was released uh, after the much later after the album, obviously. Uh, it does actually have a music video that's, I think, kind of cool, considering some of the bland concepts that System of a Down really does use for the mu- music videos. Diehard fans may very much disagree with that, but when you start to look at the spectrum of, of a lot of different things in the genre and, a, and across different lines, I think they're, they're kind of bland. It's a very, it's all black background, and you have a lot of different color focuses as the head of Darren and various band members kind of pops up and mixed with the devil. You have a lot of reflections kind of popping up. You see his head multiple times, just kind of different psychedelic aspects and things like that. I think it's kind of cool. It's a cool video. This song, I feel like we've heard it a thousand times. It's like every song off the second half of Hypnotize. It's like the most generic, like there's no way this should have been a single. This is like a, should have been a B side. Like you've already written this song a hundred times guys. Yeah, Darren specifically said in an interview in regards to this song that it's not about guns, but of course about a dictator and, and marching orders and, and troops and just standing up to, to an abusive dictator or government. Now there's a little writing here. We When he lost his reason, he just had to go. We're just changing with seasons and you never know. Guess what's coming back today? I know you said that that's okay. Changing leadership. Changing dictators. When you lost your reasons and you just don't know and you realize that you have nothing left to show. It's a little bit progressive. It's a little bit power ballad Kind of takes you through that journey. I don't really dig this, dude. C minus. You know what's sad? We have more writing here. We have more messaging here. It's progressive, as you said, yet somehow it all comes out bland. This is all elements that we want from Darren. Yeah. Right. Stuff we want. Boring. But it's somehow, it's like. (laughs) How did this happen? Yeah, that's a good point. How did this happen? I don't know. It's just not a captivating riff. It's just not. It has a lot of elements that we want from him. It's just, it's just. Too bad. And this is one of the ones that I wasn't sure about the grade. This was one of the last songs I had to grade. Yeah. And I was bouncing around on it, and I'm going to settle, I think, at a C plus. But this is going to be a fluid song for me moving forward. He tried. Yeah. He did try. It's just such a boring song. It's such a fucking boring song. <laughs> All right. What was my, So mine was a uh, C plus. C minus. Yeah. Okay. Can move on to Never Forget, and you'll never forget this one. That's how I know it's called Never Forget by The Dictator. This is a good song, dude. It's yeah, like here we go. rock, new wave, weirdo, like with a weird synth in there. Now we start with the synth right off the bat. That certainly helps. It kind of sets the, the palette for you. Otherwise, we're dropping it in on like choruses of established like kind of rock or new metal or kind of punk rock songs and then we just have random fucking synths dropping in like we did in the first album this one's just straight up new wave from the beginning that helps him out i love new wave i'm gonna love the synth i this is probably my favorite song on the album the it's called never forget but i do forget how it goes (laughs) you know i like the just kind of stompy stompy bass drum thing i like how the instruments pulled back and then come in and out he's doing it's very, very simple. I'm not going to say it's like great writing or anything, but they're simple. And then there's like simple where you're doing something clever with it. Like, I think this is good. The thrashy chorus, 
I think it's really good. Honestly, this this one should have been on the radio, but it should have been better than this. Like he should have fixed it up. This one should have been the single that like her side blind. That was good. It's just not quite a hundred hundred. Well, you can you can sing along with it certainly. Never forget is repeated over and over, which is a good thing in this particular aspect. It works with a song, right? Now I think it's about drugs and someone being unrecognizable over a period of time, drug usage. And perhaps meeting up with someone again um, and being blind to the full effects of what what can happen with drug usage. Uh, possibly a song of permission to hard to track exactly again. Another one of those with a lot of interpretation open. But yeah, certainly something you can sing with. Some of the repetitive use is used in a manner that helps it out to the song. And exactly like you said, could have been a radio hit. We've got some instrumental pieces in here. The synths seem to help it out a lot to fix it up. So what do you think you would have done differently? Would you have? added more synth through this would you drop some out they should just do more stopping and starting more kind of oh i like that just have it just all baked in there but then they kind of stop and start instead of kind of this thing where it just never they pull back some instruments but they should just pull everything in and out a little bit more kind of chop up the different sections a little bit so it's not quite just as like it gets out of control for them like just make it really tight maybe even throw some backup vocals on there maybe even throw it's kind of a twangy sounding but maybe do something more interesting with the bass guitar to kind of fill it all the way out this one's really close i'm gonna give them an i don't know i'm I'm leaning between an a minus and a b plus i'll go b plus b plus that's what i give it as i give it a b i'll give it a b close but no cigar. B plus for you, B for me. I never forget. So now let's talk a little bit of shit here. And this seems to be a song that is, I don't want to say deliberate. Let's say veiled about Serge Tankian and his time at System of a Down. Maybe you're lazy, sitting hazy in the sun, anticipating, maybe waiting for, maybe just for fun. Now it seems to reference one of their uh, live performances early on here, anticipating, maybe waiting just for fun, specifically pointing out a System of a Down connection there all of your friends are watching you as you go by all of your friends are talking shit while they get high he says that a lot yeah the eyes will be jealous all the eyes are jealous that's what he thinks yep very repetitive again it's really this that first lazy kind of part that's different a lot of the other sections on jealous eyes are repeated and all your friends talking shit is repeated over and over again but this seems to be an ode at system of a down and kind of a jab in that general direction for this particular track then it goes into like a weird sitar guitar weird kind of twangy solo i like that i like that and then it just goes back to where it was before which is just the same. I will tell you why you're wrong. It's just boring. I will tell you all the things. I give them a C minus for this. I think it's quite. There's no way you need this song on the album. Like this could have been 11 songs, and you would not have remembered this one. Yeah. Well, I starting here. It's a tremendous backslide for me. I give this a C just because of the sitar. I like that particularly. I don't know if it's credited as a sitar, but I very much like um, what's going on with that particular element of it. I think it's a guitar trying to sound like a sitar. I, I believe that's right. It works. It sounds cool. It's got its own little tone to it. And it's interesting. But other than that, it's not really a song. Like, this is like a steal this album level song. Just not great. So C minus for you, you said, and a C for me for talking shit. And ironically here, the next song, track eight, Till the End, 
It seems like one of the most literal songs Darren has ever written. It kind of sounds like two friends chatting about how everyone has demons and heartache and they're kind of happy to still be together and free of any major issues. Like a chat feature down the line of two friends kind of reminiscing and, and catching up. And I kind of interpret this as it could be a current or future dialogue between himself and Serge. So I just think it's funny in that particular aspect. We were talking on the phone about the years that have gone. Everyone's got heartache to share. We're going crazy in here. I'm so happy that you're with me. It just feels so good to be free. There's no egos. It's just you and it's just me. So it's just interesting to have that as the next track on the album after talking shit to have that particular aspect. And I just think that it could very well be kind of like a hope or hopeful future uh, projection for himself and his bandmates in particular, Serge Tanky in there. Yeah, I really like the lyrics. It's really singy, talky. It kind of just flows along. Like This is a really well-written song. It's just got like a poppy hook to it. It's got the kind of thing where you're going to like be singing this later and, and putting the lyrics to it. If they could have done so much with the recording too that yeah. they like they've got the whole concept here this the build up with the drums the harmony like this one's really well put together and produced and written yeah there's a lot here this is the type of singing that he does that i like yeah there's some good singing here we're holding notes it's just these are the elements that i like it's more of it seems like there's more of a story to this one than just some random bullshit and some of the topics that they cover 50 11 times i kind of think it's a little bland again but there's elements here that i like you like it that you can sing along with it and that you could possibly relate to it more than all the dictatorship songs mm -hmm. but again i just find it bland is there anything instrumentally that really sticks out to you? Just the singing, just the way they wrote the the chorus. Basically, yeah. it just kind of seems like a '60s like pop chorus, and yeah, they could have just done it even harder, like made it even more of that vibe, or even weirder back and forth switching between that and the metal, or kind of fusing the two. Like he's really close on this one too. If they had like kind of produced it slightly differently, it'd be it'd be out of this world. So I gave it a C. I gave it a B. Wow. I like the singing. That much. Just a regular well, old B. I think that goes to show you if he added some singing to songs that had some real different things on the guitar or the drums or just anything different, it'd be great because this is just kind of bland, but we love it because of the singing. Our next track, We Won't Obey. Here we go. Let them rip. We won't obey. This one's punky, it's slappy, it pounds, it gets you. It's got like a very kind of generic hardcore punk beat where he's like stabbing the guitar in over on top of it. I like that rhythmically, it really works. The lyrics, he's whatever, I don't know. He's just saying random, being upset about culture, upset about society, upset about fight, 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 start a revolution. Generic Darren, kind of D-level Darren writing, and the that chorus like is kind of good. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know, won't man. Obey, you'll He's never get out of your uh, way. Steam out of themes, out of cream, out of leams. I'm gonna give him a seam, a C, because it seems that he's coming apart at the seams. I gave this a C minus. I like the riff. The uh, verse riff is really good. If the verse was like, if he just made that a one, like a 20 second song, yeah. that'd be better. Agree. 100% agree. Nothing about this excites me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that. I do. This is not an exciting song for me. What if we played this like 10 times in a row just to kind of really, it's not even that like rebellious, like the we won't obey is like, all right. It's just middling. Yeah. I want it more aggressive if that's what you're going that's for. That's what I'm saying. It's like we, you know. Yell at me. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same page on this thing. Sickening Wars is track number 10. We got hallucinations. We've got medications. And that's about it. We have not a lot of writing in this one either. 
Because you lie like a hooker. Fuck like a hooker. That's the worst part. The rest of it's good. If he, the riff again is kind of good, kind of choppy, like just unique enough to like have a new song. But again, he's he's running out of steam. He's running out of, if he has 50 more songs like this. <laughs> this one's again, like more surf rock influence where it's weird, like riff on the toms, weird kind of twangy, like stuttery new wave guitar. But it's not like a full concept. Yeah. Like, War is bad. Okay. Maybe. Is that even what he's talking about? Yeah. I mean, I can sing with this. I assume that it's war against pornography and horrible sex addictions and things like that. He just needs to calm down. Like, he's like, oh, war is like when you're a hooker and you're, this is, it's like, go make a sandwich or something. Like, he's always just like, oh, this is like the oppression of the war, of the domination of the dictator, of the da 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 da. It's like, can you write a song about a cloud? Can, can I write a, write a song about how much about you love somebody? Anything. Just, or just about like life or like it's like the domination of the war, of the television, of the... Has he ever been outside? I just want to hear a song about how love can be destructive. We can still keep in the system of a down themes. It can still be aggressive or you can dial it back. Or what are we supposed to be doing? He's like, don't watch TV and don't do this. And we all just want drugs. It could be like, yo, life is cool. Like now that we're not at war for five seconds, like let's have, it's like love each other. I don't know. It doesn't have to be love each other, but it can be something more productive. Well, yes. C minus. C minus. Instrumental. Weird instrumental cover. It is a cover of a Greek folk singer. Mr. Uh, Stamatis Kokatis. I cannot pronounce anything, but damn, I think that was pretty close. Unless <laughs> I got a pronunciation wrong. He just recently passed October of 2022 after a four-year battle of cancer, unfortunately. So he was actually, I don't know if he was diagnosed just after this was released, but he actually just passed, unfortunately. Uh, just strange on the timing there. I listened to a lot of covers of this, actually. The same piece of music? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, they're, they're out there, and they're all better. They're all better. Yeah. This is a D. Like, it's like you play this as like a party trick of like, I can play this weird little twangy little, sounds like a piece of music from a movie or something. Like, you kind of recognize it. You kind of don't. You kind of. I think it's a great song when played with traditional instruments and not electronic. I just don't like this. It's weird guitar playing. Yeah. It just seems like something you'd do for like a guitar recital and it's not like a real piece of like a real piece of art. I mean, it's a piece of it's like he didn't do anything with it, but he also didn't do it super traditional. Like, why is this here? If you played Beethoven or something in between, but, you're like, oh, you can you'd play. also want to play it on a piano and not a keyboard. You can tell uh, we can tell the difference. At least you and I can. Mm-hmm. If you're going to cover that cover on a piano, not a keyboard, right? You can hear that difference. That makes a difference. It's just so tinny and weird sounding. And it it's is. It's not like that great of a anything. It's funny that there's so many better covers of it. My Son is what it translates to. Yeah. Uh, again, a, a great Greek cover song and just not a great, great cover. All right, let's get this the hell out of here. <laughs> Number 12 is a Simulate, which is a skinny puppies cover. The Canadian industrial group that started up in the early 80s took a little sabbatical in there for a while, and they're back performing, I do believe, according to Wikipedia, at least. D to that last instrumental, by the way. I, I gave it a, a D as well. Um, so this is a, a group that I am not quite as familiar with as we're trying to dabble in a little bit more international music outside of the United States. But this particular track, I was a little bit higher on after. It's cool. It kind of rocks. I like the drumming. It it's like sounds like a really good ending song, like a really energetic kind of finish off the album, like really keep you rocking type of a song. Riot. 
write and assimilate. Yeah, yeah assimilate. I mean, Darren could have written this. It could have just, you know, Darren could have hitting, banging, hitting, slamming, banging, slamming, jamming. It goes back and forth. I like it. I give it a B plus. I like the way the riff slaps. I like the way it would work in a set. I like the kind of screaming vocals. I like the way you would, it's got like a space to it where it's like, it's heavy, but it's not like you can bring your heaviness to this. You just pop your head a little bit. You're like, yeah, I feel that. It's one of the better ones on the album for sure. A lot of B's and C's. Decent album. I mean, it deserves to exist. Like I want to hear some more little riffs, some more little, like I don't hate it. And there might be it's time I pull it up again. I just want it to be tight. I don't want it to sound like he layered on the next track and the neck and did it all piece by piece. Like I want it to feel like it actually got written and worked on as like a cohesive jam instead of this piece by piece. Like now I'll lay the drums on. Now I'll lay the guitar on. Now like organic music that kind of came out of instead of track by track. If he could do that, I like some of the songs. If they did like a, a super greatest hit. It's, you know, like if they did a show, they should pull from some of the, I mean, you know, it's like, it's more flavors. It's more stuff from the coin, more stuff in their catalog. You know, like some of it is decent. If they're like, oh, we need a riff that's like this. We need a riff that's like this to build out the set and keep the different rhythms going. It's like some of the, some of those, you know, whatever, man. It's like they're, they're in the stew. They're in the, the full palette of flavors. So I'm glad we heard them and reviewed them, but they gotta, they gotta take it to that next level. These don't take it to that next level. They kind of do just enough to exist and not like enough to really blow your head off. Yeah, Darren and Darren and the scars on Broadway and also Darren. Boom, we're Polymuse. Two more episodes coming your way. See ya, we love ya.